Thanks for joining us today on Cece and Doc Talk, where we talk about everything under the sun. You never know quite what you're going to get, but you'll always be entertained. We interrupt your regularly scheduled podcast to welcome you to the shit show, and I do mean literally. But first, we have some really fantastic, phenomenal, exciting, ecstatic news to share. So this is Cece, and as many of you know, I recently had colorectal resection surgery because back in November I was diagnosed with stage 3B colorectal cancer. And the wonderful news is that since my scans on June 6th and my surgery on June 13th, and I'm a week from surgery, my pathology came back and it said, say it with me, doc, no, no cancer. cancer. So, we are super excited. Oh my God. Super. It, every time you say it, I just get goosebumps. It's the best, best, best news ever. Now, obviously, technically, we're not allowed to say cancer free, or at least the doctors don't say cancer free, but... We are until saying five years. Cancer, right, you know, yeah, but until, right now, yeah, five years. It just feels right. That's right. So cancer-free in me. So I told you the other day, CC no longer just stands for my name. It also stands for cured of cancer. <laughs> so along with this uh, surgery that I just recently have, I have six holes in my in my abdomen, uh, and one of those right now is a drain coming out, and then. Another one is actually a temporary ileostomy. So for those of you who don't know, an ileostomy actually connects to the ileum, which is part of your small intestine. So what happens with an ileostomy is all of your output, all of your waste, all of your poop, if you will, I call it sludge, is actually liquid. So it is a little bit more complicated to get a good seal and a because there's this whole thing with a seal and a waffle and a pouch it sounds like breakfast but it's nothing like that it's um it's much more difficult to get a seal i think it was a wafer a wafer yeah but still yeah wafer waffle not edible yeah uh tomato tomato well and so then the the challenge for us right now is that sometimes there's only one place where your surgeon can place your ileostomy and in my case it is only a half an inch from my belly button which is a bit like a pit and so we have had some major leaking leakage problems, which I will uh, go back to the title of this podcast, Welcome to the Shit Show. <laughs> so normally, ileostomy patients go through maybe two bags and two, two, we'll call them setup changes in a week. And I'm now on number 10 in one week. Would you like to share anything about our experience so far, Doc? It's definitely been an engineering challenge to figure out how to blockade the belly button as the, uh, you know, I can't imagine, you know, it, it was like when they went to build the Hoover Dam. How do you reroute this, you know? <laughs> keep the river flowing. But and it's we're not trying like to I dam it up, not keep it flowing. And, and I, I got to tell you, this is just, it's an engineering feat to figure this out. But we're making progress. And I'm not we, Hans Brinker, so I can't keep my finger in the dike all the time. No, you cannot just and, keep it from flowing. And so... Yeah. And the other thing is, every time we change this wafer, which is super sticky on the skin, the one day we ended up doing it, what, five times in yeah, one day? five times. You know, the skin just gets so raw, and I feel so bad. And then, you know, we just, now we're taking more and more time getting this wafer off because your skin is so raw. And, and so sometimes it takes us at least two, two and a half hours to do the whole process. By the time we get the other one off and get it cleaned up and... 
give it a chance to breathe. And of course, we call it little squirt and little squirt. Kind <laughs> oh, yes. Of. That's the name of my ileostomy. And squirt. so squirt decides to get a little active while we're trying to get a new one on. And so it's definitely, yeah, I, I, it's kind of, I would equate it to having a newborn. You know, it's kind of like, <laughs> I got this. I got this. Okay, I don't have this. Okay, I got this. Oh, my gosh. No. Okay. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Oh, I'm like, I need some sleep. And then there was that one day where we actually forgot to close the bag because the bags, oh the bags are disposable, but they're also reusable. So they give you the bag. So there's a, there's, there's a couple of different steps to the setup. So you put on the wafer or the waffle and the bot, the base layer that goes around the stoma, and then you attach the bag to it. But the one day we actually didn't realize that the bags weren't, didn't come like already rolled up and fastened on the bottom. So <laughs> <laughs> then I leaked out the bottom of the bag because we didn't have the bag closed. Well, and by leaking out the bottom of the bag, you realize that the other, the under the wafer, was also leaking. Yeah. So, so you know. that was that was a serious blow. That was one in the morning, and we didn't get back to sleep till four in the morning. Yeah. So, so a couple yeah. things I want to preface this with. First of all, every day without cancer is a good day. So as far as we're concerned, this is seriously minor in the grand scheme of things. I mean. I don't have cancer anymore, and so whatever we have to deal with right now, this is a temporary situation, six to eight weeks until my body can heal from the major surgery that I had on my rectum area, and then they will reconnect me, and my, my colon will now have to figure out how to operate as a partial rectum, so that will be a whole different shit show. <laughs> and um, Yeah, so, we're looking forward to not that one. But, <laughs> but, I, but I really, really, really want to emphasize how much you and I are taking this in stride. We're trying to keep our sense of humor. One time I got a little bit discouraged, but that was the day we came home from the hospital. We had three leaks that night. We were both so tired and, we don't and you sleep were so when you're comforting. in the hospital and then you know that night we didn't sleep so yeah we were on four days without much sleep and it was it was a little taxing so for those of I, you who think we're always positive i, I did have a moment <laughs> that night and a tear i was like oh my god we're never gonna figure this out but honestly like like amy was really comforting and and so we're we're getting it we're absolutely getting it and i think you know part of part of this podcast is i want to encourage other people who are going through this like it's not the end of the world we're figuring it out it's actually what's what's really great is i'll have a doctor's appointment tomorrow and we won't have to take our toilet on wheels our our v-van no dick van dyke because my my uh, we don't have to have our mobile toilet with tomorrow my poop because is in the pouch that's right because you don't have to stop to go to the bathroom i don't have to stop to go to the bathroom well, well I have that urgency issue now I you do still have, have to pee. pee you have to pee i do yeah. still have to pee well, yeah. I, I think this really is a lesson in that resilience and agility <laughs> and knowing that you, you know, having the confidence that's like, okay, we can do this. Yeah. We can do this. And I'd like to just give you a compliment Thank from you. the beginning. You're like, okay, we're going to get through this. We're going to do this. And, you know, stage one, stage two, stage three, I call them these, the, the, the different phases so of radiation, the treatment. Chemo, so we had radiation and, and then chemo, and now we're in the, the surgeries. Uh, I, I guess stages go with cancer, so phases. So this is really the phase three part. But from the beginning, it's like, okay, we're going to do this. And our, we set our intention of life. Cancer-free. Yeah, cancer-free. Not yeah. just, you know, living with it or whatever. It's cancer-free. And the amount of healing work that you've done, mind, body, spirit, as well as medicine, has been relentless and endless. And I don't know how much people realize how much on a daily basis that you're doing affirmations and meditations and working with healers and working with Reiki masters and a therapist. And I mean, you are really on a, a journey um, to be able to have the right mental uh, place 
to be able to be cancer-free for life and, and a testament to you because, you know, the doctors even said, you know, there's no way you're going to shrink this tumor, which was over four inches um, by the time your surgery down to nothing. And the fact that your scans came back as no evidence of any tumor before surgery, before yeah. surgery was a testament to this is a combination of medicine, science and medicine, and this personal work that you've done. So just a kudos to you for the work that you've done. Thank you. So back to, Thank I know you, you want to I add really something do. there, but it really, this is about the, the resilience and the agility and, 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 and state of mind. Thank you. I really do appreciate that. And, and I, you know, I, and I will accept that compliment graciously. I, I am really proud of myself. I also know that there's a whole lot of people out there. You know, we are blessed with a lot of friends and a lot of family. A lot of prayer, a lot of good juju, a lot of spirits day. that are sending. Yep, yep. They, send us, they send us goodness. They send us light. They send us prayers. They send us good juju. And, of course, the healer, the alternative healers that Amy was talking about, um, Anake and Shakara of Love and Withstand have been, gosh, just just godsends in, in yeah. terms of, of getting to this result. So we're super thrilled about that. One of the interesting things that you said about mindset, and I really want to talk about this, is that, you know, we mentioned earlier, we named my stoma Little Squirt. And um, I want to go back to where that originally came well, from. Well, and also dealing with things with humor. Right. Totally. You know, I mean, even during chemo, you had acid tears, so we had to use humor even when it was kind of like, right. you know, some dark days there. Right. And I'm but, telling you, we, by the way, Little Squirt is a she, and she talks to me all day she's long. She's a morning. She's she a little morning girl. Long. Sometimes it sounds like a little washing machine. It I sounds, think it sounds like a dolphin. It sounds a little less like farts and more like stomach gurgling. It sounds but, like a dolphin, though. Yeah, I guess I guess sometimes it does. It just kind of talks. When your stomach gurgles on the inside, it's like now my stomach gurgles, but it's on the outside, so you can hear all of it. So yeah. I can understand how some people would have, you know, a kind of a stigma, stigma around the stoma, because, you know, having... So, for instance, the moment that I start eating... I start gurgling. And so it is a little, you could understand how some people would be very self-conscious about it, but you know, what, what, and, and, you know, in our situation right now, we're, we're still not doing that whole socialization eating out thing. Um, but, but I can see how that would be a challenge for some people. And the only advice that I can give is, you know what, use humor, be honest, let people know what's happening. You know, and, and so they're not like, because it really, it kind of just sounds like your stomach's hungry or something, but well, um, I do want to go back to the whole idea of where we got the idea to name the stoma. And, um, you know, some of this comes from my dad. So my father um, had, was a, an above knee right leg amputee back in 2016. And I had read this blog about, of this guy who had, had, had lost a leg, very similar amputation. And he said the first thing that he did was he named his stump because it made it it made it something that he could connect with. That way he could touch it, he could talk to it, he gave it the name so that he could really refer to it. And the, one of the biggest things that he found as a result of that was that he didn't experience any if uh, phantom pain mm -hmm. from, from the, the limb. And so I remember us sharing that story with my dad and he totally took it in stride and he named his stump Shorty and he really did have a lot of success with that idea of naming his stump and being able to communicate with it. And he would tell it what to do. And he'd, when, it, when it wasn't behaving, he could, you know, tap on it and tell it to behave. And so then take that, move forward to this, to this current time and situation. The other day, Amy and I had already named the, the, the stoma. But the other day when, when I was in the hospital and the first wound care nurse came in to show us how to, 
set up the the pouches it's not a bag it's a pouch but um she told showed us the setup she immediately started talking to my stoma you remember she yeah, was like oh she's so cute and she touched her and she was like telling her to behave and she was she was interacting with it and because you know again she i was believe so comfortable with it too. she it was, was awesome. and yeah. i believe so much in that mind body connection yep. I really think that, you know, and, and you jokingly named it squirt, but it's worked out perfectly. And thankfully she doesn't just squirt like some people's do. Mine, mine just sort of burgles. But, um, <laughs> but, but anyway, it's just, it's just been, I really do think that that was a really important thing that we did was naming yeah. her because we can now, you know, interact and talk with it when we're, and, and I do think like last night I was able to like calm it down a little bit because I had just eaten before we had the leak last night and it, it never fails. It's just like a cat vomiting in the middle of the night, right? Like it never <laughs> happens. It never happens at two o'clock in the afternoon. It happens at Or it doesn't happen during the week in the middle of the day where no. you can get help if you need it. It's always on the weekend or in the <laughs> evening or in the middle of the night. And yeah. Last yeah. night we were just sitting down after a really long day to, to watch TV and I literally had just sat down and I'm like, oh, we got to leave. And what was it, like 10.30 or 11 or something like that? It was like, oh. I've had more showers in the last few days. I mean, it's just been, like, I, I had three showers a day one, the one day. I think you're trying to recoup that pool. Time. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I can't get in the pool right now. And, of course, if this thing's still leaking, I won't be getting in the pool until after I'm recovered from the second surgery. Yeah. But. Um, what else, like from, I think I'd like to just acknowledge that, you know, everybody in life is going through something. Absolutely. And, you know, and whether, relative. and whether you're dealing with shit or literally or figuratively, <laughs> we all have shit that oh, we're God. dealing with. Don't make me laugh. Okay. So, Stitches. That's right. I'm trying to be more serious here. <clears throat> so, um, you know, we all have something and, you know, it's a choice whether to, Share it with others so that you can get help and, and also to be strong and be resilient and do your own things. Like you are trying to do as much as you can on your own. And then there are times that I kind of step in and help. But, but I, you know, you really have been um, the one to gay. you know, I can get this. I can do my own shower. I can, I can do the cleaning and whatever it is. Um, but then when it comes to certain pieces of it, it's like, okay, you know, maybe it's nice to have that extra pair of hands. Um, totally. I can't imagine in the beginning, I know that some, um, people have to learn how to do this in the mirror by themselves. By themselves. Oh my I God. can't imagine. So, you know, so Scheidenfreude, right? You get pleasure from somebody else's pain that is worse <laughs> than yours. So we know that other people have it worse than this. Y'all can Scheidenfreude um, me all day long right now. And it's, it's just a matter of, you know, it's a personal, everybody is on a personal journey. Agreed. And, and, uh, we all have to exercise a lot of resilience and agility and, you Patience. know, patience and uh, you know but having the confidence to know it's like I got this and that's where self-esteem and self-confidence and and you know it even affects your self-worth right. comes from it's like okay I can do this and having that right mindset is key right and even even when it's long term and it's and it's grinding and it's and it's just wearing right um to know that you know what you can do this right because there's lots of people who have to live with this for the rest of their lives you know yeah, or what and, they're dealing with has been long term right yeah so, so I want to come back to that because I, I, I want you to, I, in a moment, I'm going to ask you to share this from a caregiver's perspective and, and you know, give, give some caregiver advice to those who are dealing with this, who maybe aren't as patient, maybe aren't as resilient. But before we do that, I do want to give a shout out to Amy's Uncle Mike, who has lived with a colostomy for the last 20 years, uh, just celebrated his rebirth celebration of life. Um, a, a yeah. few weeks ago, and he, he has and a he, birthday. Yeah, he called and gave me um, a lot of information. But the biggest thing he said was, "Don't be afraid of this. It's not a big deal. 
you can do it. And it was so reassuring just in that, you know, he's been there, done that. And it was 20 years ago. And he's like, there, there are so many more advancements and bags and things. And again, we have the challenge of the belly button thing, which not everybody has, but you know, I mean, you and I do well with the challenge. And like you said, you have a great engineer brain. So thank you, Uncle Mike. It's Amy's Uncle Mike. Thank you, Uncle Mike. Thank you, Uncle Mike. We really appreciate that. And then Amy, I, I, Doc, I really do want you to go back and, and share from a caregiver's perspective. A care partner. Care right. partner's perspective. How do you how do you manage this and the, the stress that goes up with it? I mean, you're up with me all night. You're, you know, helping me clean, do the cleanup. You're helping me do, redo the setup because, you know, we do have to do some extra things. I'm starting to feel like an HGTV home improvement project because, you know, we have to <laughs> fill my belly button with wax and make it level. And then we have to put a layer on before we put the other layer on. And Extension. I mean, literally yeah. I'm like a plaster. I don't know what I am. I'm a, I'm a mixed media something. Yeah. <laughs> go, anyway, go ahead. Share, share from your perspective. I, care, I think, care partner. you know, what I'm, I'm trying to do is, you know, you want to be able to have that sense of self-sufficiency. Mm -hmm. And so when and where you can do things, yeah. you know, I just kind of, I, I just observe and, and just be there for an extra pair of hands where needed. And so, um, but you know, so I don't try to do it all for you and, or I don't just let you do it all on your own. It's just a matter of how can we do this together? Right. And, and I think it's just being super aware, super observant. Um, we're also very in tune. Um, we also and, communicate very well. And we communicate and it's like, and, and I guess some of the things I would say is, would you like my help with that? Um, do you need some assistance with that? Uh, how can I get in your way? And so I'm, I'm letting you drive how and where I can help. Right. And then now that we've done this a few times, it's kind of like you have your pieces that you know you can do. Yeah, like I get it off and then I clean it up while you're getting the, 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 the waffle cut ready because you have to cut a special hole out that matches the size you're getting of your all stoma. That and, yep. And, and you get me, you get it all, all and you get the wax ready. Rings all ready. You can see yeah. a little better from a different angle so you get the belly button. So I think we've kind of each found a little bit of a, a role that we have in this, right. but even, even larger than that, you know, you're tossing laundry loads in. Um, and then all of us, I'm not really doing then, much after that. I'm just tossing then, it in and going then, to take a nap. And then you're like, okay, I need to lay down because this is a lot of work. And then, so I just step in and finish that load and same with, you know, you're able to grab some food and, and, uh, sit and, and keep yourself fed, um, lots of little meals throughout the day. And, and if I need to, you know, then step in and, and throw the dishes in the dishwasher and get it on and whatever else. So I think it's just yeah, a standing up for long periods right now is challenging. But. Yeah, I mean, and and then just saying, hey, it's beautiful outside. Let's go for a walk, and and giving you the opportunity to say no. I walked the... twice today. I'm so proud of myself. You did what? A, over a mile, didn't you? Uh, total for the two walks. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Did. Yeah. And so giving you the opportunity to say no and giving you the opportunity to say yes. Yeah. And um, you know, I, I mean, I have to really give you credit. I mean, everybody knows, everybody who knows us knows that you're literally, you know, one of the most amazing people on the planet. I mean, my mom always refers to you as amazing Amy and you really can't you. do any, anything, but you know, the way that you've stepped up to share in this, in this situation and, and in this journey with me has been really tremendous, but you know, you also, you have endless patience. Like and if you're, you've been watching us on Instagram, you'll know that we got a flat tire on the way to surgery, literally on the way. Well, we were going the night before. Thank goodness. So that was, yeah. We right. had a couple hours cushion before we had to be there. At but we got a flat tire in our RV, which we had loaded to the gills. So it was super heavy. And 
and you just calmly as you please just you know you sped up to get us to the gas station before the and thank god for tire sensors before the tire sensor got too low and we have a full-size spare and you just i didn't you, want to change it on the side of the highway right. but if i could get off on the next exit at least into a parking lot of a gas station right like, but you you know, you, know you 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 did all that with just the utmost grace and just patience and you know you didn't you didn't get frustrated you didn't get snarky and that really set the tone for me because like i told you i said you know i can change a tire but if this had happened to me by myself <laughs> in that in this situation i would have totally freaked the fuck out Wait, actually, and i would have been did you like say? Ah! you said i, I would have just sat down on the curb and cried. i would have <laughs> i totally would have i mean that that's that's where i would have been so you know you drive as as my care partner some days you drive um, kind of the, the tone in, in terms of how mellow I can be. Cause we both know that I, I can, you know, swing on the branches, of the crazy tree sometimes, which is, you know, is a reason for all the meditation that I'm now doing, but, and I'm much better, but, but certainly you definitely can drive as a care partner, you drive sort of that tone of calm. So even the other night when I had my little moment, you're like, it's fine. You're like, and you know what? Our goal is going to be to make a mess. Like if we make a mess, we make a mess, we clean it up. It'll be fine. Let's just make a mess. Like, don't worry about it. Cause you knew that I wasn't sleeping well because well, I'm you trying wouldn't to move. stay you're, like, you're staying so flat on your back that you're not sleeping well because you didn't want to make a mess. So the next morning right. I got up and I said, you know what? Let's make a mess. Well, I should have said that so literally because we have <laughs> made a mess ever since, but, but now I'm like, okay, now we're going to figure this out so that we don't make a mess right. all day and all night. Um, so be careful what you put to the universe, right? right. Um, but it's okay if we make a mess, but let's not continue to make messes like we have been. No. Well, and, and I know some, I, you know, I'm joking here. I what, you know, what, whatever I'm trying to say, I, I you totally know, do. no, I totally do. Well, and so, you know, we have had a few friends who, you know, who have either been caregivers in the past or they understand what the role of being a care partner is like. Yeah. And so they're constantly telling you, you need to take care of yourself. Amy. you need to take care of yourself. Amy. And there's a lot of assumptions I think being made about, how much you're taking care of yourself. So will you just take a brief moment, we're sort of going off topic a little bit, but but take a brief moment and just share how you are caring for yourself during this process and not just caring for me. Well, taking care of myself for me is making sure that, you know, my meals might be different than your meals. Mm -hmm. You know, you're over there having a, a tiny little a nibble a of- A quarter cup a, of rice and- a quarter cup of rice and maybe some mashed potatoes and, and the other day, well, you had, I made you a, a, a taco, uh, a little breakfast taco that had eggs with rice in it. Yeah. Um, and Because rice and yogurt. thickens the output. Yogurt yep. thickens and, the and, output. And researching and reading all this stuff with you, you yeah. know, what to do. And a tortilla was fine with cheese. And and I sat down and I'm kind of cleaning out the, the freezer of stuff you can't have. So I sat down and I had some prime rib and, <laughs> and mashed Which potatoes. Which smelled really and, good, by the way. Thanks a lot. I, I'm joking. <laughs> That's and right. mashed potatoes and mac and cheese or whatever else. And so, you know, I am, I'm not depriving myself of certain meals. Um, you know, I'm not flaunting it in front of your face or whatever, those no. types of things. And then, and, it's and then, fine. and then the other morning you got up and I slept in, I mean, I was exhausted and I didn't get up. I mean, you came in and I was, and, I, and you're like, are you okay in here? And I'm like, yeah, I had my pop tart and I think I, I tried decaf tea that day. And, and just... it was like 1030 and I'm like, yeah, I kind of rolled over a few times. There's no, we're sleeping in a different I was so glad. So there's no clocks or whatever. And I'm like, whatever. And so it was a weekend. So I just slept in. And then I, I also re-energize by, by doing projects. And um, 
And so just being able to know that you're okay. Yep. And now the projects that I'm doing are a little bit closer to the house and not as noisy. So if you need me, um, that I have my phone available or you can text, like if I'm out in the Tiki barn working on something or up at the garage and, and I'm, not, I'm not out doing fire mitigation because I wouldn't be able to hear if you needed me. Right. And so I have different projects happening right now. Yeah. Um, but, and then the other day, you know, you and I just sat and watched movies during the middle of the day and we never do that. We didn't even do that during chemo and we had said we were going to do that during chemo and we didn't. And so it was really nice to just have a really down day. It was a, just a, yeah, absolute down day. And and it was wonderful. And you were thinking that I was doing it for you, but I was really doing it for me as well. <laughs> Which is and, great. And I'm still, like, you're using the main level bathroom, and I'm still using the upper one. And you're like, you should bring your stuff down. And I'm like, no, because cause it still gives me a sense of normalcy in my little world. Right. That you know, I still have my stuff in the other bathroom, and so. we are we are actually sleeping on the lower floor right now. I can do the stairs, and I do do the stairs because I like our shower upstairs better. It's a walk-in shower, and we have a shower seat in there, and it makes it much easier. Um, and but um, we are we are using the lower floor bed right now, and things so like that, just for a little bit of ease accommodating of, for one another, but right. still getting your own needs met, and right. so well. And to that point, I, I do have to brag about you for a couple minutes. So. Not only did you buy, so we have a we have a couch in the living room, and she actually bought the matching recliner the other day, which is like an oversized recliner that fits both of us, but we, we're calling it the recovery recliner. And we put it down in the basement because it's 20 degrees cooler down there because we don't have air conditioning. Many homes in Colorado don't have air conditioning. And um, so now, we ha now I have this great recliner down there, but then after I didn't sleep well that night, you know, I've been a little stiff from trying to sleep, well, you know, straight, with my back straight and my legs straight and everything so I don't disrupt the, and get a leak. Um, you did, you set up, of all things, our dining room table the other day. She put a big, she put a big like foam mattress oh, on yeah. the dining room table. She gave me a full, well, almost full body massage. We had to skip the middle area, but, yeah. well, all, and, well, I can't, and, and I can't roll, roll over. over. So, but all right, so full body massage the other day. And that was like, that was amazing because for some reason my, chemo-induced peripheral neuropathy sort of spiked up after being in the hospital because I had been laying down so long. It was so nice to have that. Well, I think kind of really being attuned to what the other person could use and, and needs. And, you know, sometimes it's just a hug, right? And things are going to be okay. But sometimes it's a lot more than that. And this may not be appropriate for everyone out there, but I mean, your your neuropathy was going crazy. You've been off some of your supplements, and and so, and also you've been laying very still because you can't move left, you can't move right, you can't you know flip on your stomach or anything, and you were in the hospital beds, which are not comfortable. So I could tell you that your body was probably wound up or just tightened and just kind of like you know it needed to just stretch and relax, and so you were you were uh, taking a nap. And I went and got one of our like yoga mats, which uh, it's a well, it's it's actually a camping mat, so it's four inches thick foam or whatever. Mm -hmm. And and I was looking at it's like, okay, where is the best way place to give you a massage where I'm not on the floor or you know going to end up crippled by doing that? And we have a very sturdy dining room table, so I just clean off the dining room table and put that mat right up on the dining room table and you kind of woke up and you're like, oh my goodness. And I'm like, yep, you're going to get up here. <laughs> and you did. You got up onto the table and and um, and then just on your back and I was able to do work on your limbs and especially just, you know, to get to your feet and your hands and, and try that's to... That's where the neuropathy is. That, yeah, yeah, that's where the neuropathy is. And so it, it wasn't purposely just to give you like this full body massage. It was really to say, 
your your nerves need to recognize that there's some healing that needs to happen in these areas. Right, right. And it, it was absolutely glorious. I can't wait till the next one. <laughs> um, I'm busy. So, so, I'm busy right, doing everything. Right? Yeah. You're busy doing everything. I know. I'm before, no longer busy doing nothing. Right, I'm busy doing everything. Right. Um, and so um, I, I just I just really want to tell you how much I appreciate that. I mean, you really you really are a godsend, and and I recognize that not every care provider has has you know that level of patience and that level of understanding or the but, time or the time, right? But the other thing is, I think sometimes you've realized that you don't have to be doing something every moment. You can actually be sitting with me because sometimes that gives me more comfort than anything. Yeah, you actually sometimes feel guilty if I'm still doing stuff right. versus just sitting right. with you. Exactly. So, yeah, it's kind of a catch twenty two. So yeah, absolutely. So one other thing I want to touch on is that you know anybody who is in who is a new um, ileostomy, um, ostomate is is the term. So I'm now an ostomate. Um, Sounds you know, like the, something from Down Under. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> so there's definitely a lot of food restrictions, especially for the first six weeks. So by the time I'm I off come food from restrictions, the land of I have an ostomate here. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so by the time I'm actually off the whole food restriction thing, I will be getting my, my reconnect and then I'll be back on the food restriction thing. But anyway. Different it, food restriction then. Yeah, so this is you know very, very small meals, eating every two or three hours, sometimes just even having a bite every hour just because all of a sudden, you know, at first you can almost feel every single bite of food pass through every part of your small intestine until it gets out. It's very strange. And for a while, I couldn't even tell if I was hungry. It was like it messed with my stomach. It sort of messed with everything. And so, you know, making sure that you're eating, we're realizing that protein is huge. I definitely have a lot more energy and a lot more stamina with protein. Um, everything is bland, very, very low fiber. Soluble fiber is allowed, but it still shouldn't be overboard. So like, you know, eat two slices of avocado, not an entire avocado. There's lots and lots of good information out there. Um, lots of good guides out there on certain websites um, that, that have information on what foods are good, what foods aren't good, what foods can stop up your stoma, and that will just send that you straight is... to the hospital, so we're avoiding that. Yep. Um, and what things can thicken your output to make it a little bit easier to manage, especially and if you what can leak, thin it out. Things yeah. that can thin it, things that will give you gas, things that will make it stink. Thankfully, mine so far has stunk way you less than You better knock my... on wood with that one. It has stunk way less than my poo, I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> So anyway, so so definitely, you know, if if you're in if you're an ostomate, do the homework, find out what's what's good for you, what's not, um, test things out. We're realizing I'm learning a lot about my digestion, and I might, you know, I will probably see food differently forever after this because well, because you're seeing food. <laughs> I can see everything coming through. You know? So like like orange Jello comes through orange. <laughs> Blue jello comes through green because yep, bile is yellow. yellow right. So and so a lot of what's coming out here is stomach acid and bile. So 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 blue jello mixes with yellow makes green. What else did we figure out? I can I can see what I've chewed well and what I haven't. Well, and and even some of your pills that you're taking, you can just see the pill come through because it didn't it, it didn't right. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, it completely dissolved before it just pops right out into your bag. Yeah, your sometimes pouch, you so. can see the, just the casing. Sometimes the pill it's doesn't the solve entirely. So, <laughs> we yeah. did learn that that time release pain medications are not don't work with the ileostomies right. because doesn't have enough time to absorb. Right. Um, but I am getting all this of my. This is nutrition. a learning lesson. I mean, it's totally. just, and I think. I, I'm gonna. Sorry, I just interrupted That's you. That's okay. Is that you and I are you're you're finding the stuff once you find it, 
I'm happy You're to read it, it yeah. so that we can both be informed and on the same page. So if yeah. I'm doing the cooking, I know, or if we're doing the shopping or you went to buy something, I'm like, you can't have that. It has seeds in it, you know? Right. And you're like, oh my gosh, I almost forgot, you know? Right. So, you know, we're in this together and me knowing, um, you know, what works, what doesn't work. And and, you, and it is it is a little bit of trial and error and, and literally like, I don't know. I mean, I've, I pretty much have gas kind of off and on all the time right now. And so... You know, it's just, it's kind of part of the deal and you figure out what works and what doesn't. And of course you want to stop eating a little earlier in the evening and not drink a liter of water before you go to bed because a lot of that, we realized that, I, I don't know what percentage it is, but a, but a huge percentage of the water you drink every day comes out in your ileostomy. And so that's, that's crazy. Um, so there's a lot of output from that. And then, um, you know, there's just, there's a lot to learn. And so mm -hmm. if you are an ileostomy um, patient or an ostomate, you know, do your homework, do some research, feel free to reach out to, to me or us on, on, um, social media where we're out there. You can always message us. We're happy to, to talk about this. Obviously we're happy to talk about this. I think the other key message here is never stop learning, right? Even if it's areas that you never thought you'd have knowledge in. Right. But never stop learning. And, and when you are with somebody who's going through something, don't just assume that they have it. Right. You know, it's like, oh, this is your thing to deal with. You get to be the research and you get to know what you should eat or not. Right. You know, you do it together. And and I think just being an active part of it. Like, I, I mean, there are times that I walk by and, and I just kind of like, can I check? And I'll... You know, I want to see, is there any breach or a leak or something happening? Because, you know, I was the one that put the last wafer on. Right. And so I'm not just assuming that you're going to tell me when it's too late. Right. Is that I can go, okay, hey, let's take a peek. Where are we at? Right. So right. I can be an active participant in preventative stuff as well. Right. And we're, like, we're not trying to be paranoid. We're just, you know, we're, I, but I, I appreciate that so much because, you know, I'm not always, always, you know, there's at least one minute of the day when I'm not thinking about a leak. So, you know, that's, that's, that's a good time for you to come by. Yep. It, right. Exactly. Um, one thing that, that I, we did learn and we learned this about chemo as well, because chemo does such a number on your digestive system, especially the chemo that I had. But if you are going to take any supplements like a multivitamin or something, there are really great chewables out there. Um, and chewables, chewables are, are good. sublingual, so you can put them under your tongue. Yep. Yeah, chewable liquid or sublingual, all of that is so much better uh, for your body. Anything that's liposomal is better. So, you know, definitely do some homework there. And then before we go, the one thing that I do really want to make sure that I do is I really want to give a shout out to to Parkview Medical Center and the Parkview Health System. Um, and and just to share that that my experience in the hospital for those three days was was really really stellar um i had i had great nurses who took good care of me the cnas were were very attentive and, and very kind um you know a lot of compassion yeah. from from the people at parkview and obviously we know people there because we've worked with parkview for a long time but i just want to give kudos to the to the to the team that that took care of me on two east and I also want to give a shout out to my badass surgeon, Dr. Shetty, because she truly is, yeah. she's just, I, I don't even know she's, how to, I don't even amazing. know how to put it into words, but she is, she is amazing. And I truly believe that she was the perfect person 
that we, I mean, I don't think we could have found a better mm -hmm. person or a better surgeon yeah. to work with me. Yep. And, um, I just, it's really important for me to, to put that out there. And so, yeah. you know, it's a, it's a small town private health system. And yet I got the same kind of care and the quality of care and even the same modern medicine that I could have gotten in a, in a bigger system. And, mm -hmm. and my surgeon was even Mayo trained and this yeah, is her awesome. specialty. So you know, we were really, really lucky to be able to receive that kind of care. And it was, it was a six-hour surgery, so that's pretty intense. Six yeah. hours upside down. Well, yeah, not, they do. Not they quite tilt, upside Yeah, down. well, you are. They tilt you. You tilt your head down. Anyhow, um, the along with that, I want to go back to the the, the, the whole nursing staff that yeah. you talked about, and uh, knowing that you know they had one heck of a ride over the last few years. Yeah. And so, talk about being patient. Yeah. If for some reason that you do need medical care and end up in a hospital or a care facility, yeah. just know that these these people need some kudos. These healthcare workers are exhausted. Um, they've 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 been beaten been, up. They've been beaten up by by. Um, Entitled people thinking that their rights are more important than their responsibilities or their health and their health and anyway and, and it's just been a tough environment so just you know thanking them exercising patience with them and um, just really giving them some, and some recognition and some yeah. kudos and recognizing that they're still really really busy I mean you know yeah. I was able to close I had a private room and I was able to close my door but you know when when you talk with them you realize they've got so many patients that they're still trying to manage, you know, and, and, and so many hospitals are short staffed. So just, you know, be kind to your healthcare workers. They still, in my mind, are, are the biggest healthcare heroes. And, and, uh, you know, at, at this point, I'll also give a shout out to the, to the, uh, to the staff at, at Rocky Mountain Cancer Center too, because those, those, my nurses in the infusion center and, and even well, you you said know, there all was, the I mean, one day been, where you were there for treatment, they had 120 people come through. And yeah. that's just one day at one center. So. And I still felt like I was the most important person in the room that day because they made me feel that way. So yeah. I, I truly have been so blessed when it comes to, to medical care. So I, I very much appreciate that and want to share that. Do you have any final closing arguments or statements in terms of this shit show? Um, I am the ringmaster. You are the ringmaster of the Shetty Show. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Shetty will like that. <laughs> oh, you know what? Just attitude is everything. Attitude and patience is everything. So, and I know this has kind of rambled on a little bit longer than I thought it would, but I think there was some good content here that everybody's dealing with some shit in their life. Everything's um, relative. So don't, everything's relative. don't feel like just because you know, the destroyer of all joy is comparison. So right. this is not a comparison thing. Um, and, but it just, exercise patience with yourself find humor in things um and, and and carry on you know every day without cancer is a beautiful day it is um amen and and this this even this this shit show is still better than a bad day of chemo and what was that that lady <laughs> uh the very, very first chemo treatment where she said yeah polly she said it's hard it's hard not to be happy when you're this grateful and that has stuck with me from, from day one. All right. So it's hard not to be happy when you're, when this, you're grateful. this grateful. So be and, grateful. And we are. We absolutely are. We appreciate all of your love and support. We would love it if you're not following us on social media. You are welcome to follow us. We would love that. We're going to continue this journey. There's still, there's still one more surgery left. And, and I think that, you know, the, that 
continuing to share our, our experience, strength, and hope is going to be a continued part of our lives for a very long time to come. I, I, I told Doc, just because we got no cancer news doesn't mean we can slack off. We still have to do the inner work. And so we will continue to do the inner work. You do the inner work and we'll see you back here soon or we'll hear you back here soon. <laughs> Sounds wonderful. Thank, Thank you, you everybody. Congratulations. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to CC and Doc Talk. We'd love for you to follow us on social media at CC and Doc. That's C-C-N-D-O-C. And you can visit our website at ccndoc.com. We also take monthly donations to support this broadcast if you're so inclined. We'd love to hear your comments, suggestions, and questions, and we'll do our best to respond. Thanks, and have a fantabulous day.